This is the Spark Discovery Podcast, where every week you'll hear the best in inspiration, motivation, and education to ignite your inner spark, to match your skills and passion to a career that's inspiring to you and makes a lasting contribution to our world. Now, here's your host and lead firestarter of Spark Discovery, James Kiger. Hi, everyone. This is James Kiger, and welcome to the Spark Discovery Podcast where every week we put you in touch with winners who have navigated the maze of finding their passion and making a career match it. If you're still confused about what you'd like to do in the future, Spark Discovery may be your answer. With just the right amount of coaching, we'll help you to discover yourself, your ordinary superpowers, and why the career that you're searching for is a perfect match for you. If you're interested, go to sparkdiscovery.com and find out more. So I'm with Katie Ramirez today. Katie is an English teacher here at Smyrna High School, one of my colleagues and um, a very well-liked and passionate teacher. She also is in charge of our yearbook. And Katie, welcome to our Spark Discovery podcast today. Thank you. All right, it's awesome. So, you are a teacher. Tell us, tell us how you got to this point. What What did you do to get you to uh, be a teacher? Uh, what other careers maybe did you think about, and how did you end up here with us? Sure. So, like any senior in high school, as I was applying to college, I had no idea really what I wanted to do other than I thought I wanted to teach, but I didn't know what direction. I didn't know if it was going to be English or history, or if maybe teaching was even the right thing. So on my applications, I put down education, and then I chose English. And that stems from that I had a really great teacher my senior year who was teaching us British literature, and I fell in love with it. And I just liked the way she presented the material, and she was connecting with her students. So I thought, well, if I do like to teach people, then maybe English would be right for me. I I love literature, I love reading, I love writing. So I went in that direction. Got into college. And then in the summer before I was supposed to move in, I went to orientation and I decided at that moment that I didn't want to teach and I wanted to do marketing. So I talked to the people and they said, well, instead of going for orientation today for the education field, why don't you come over to the marketing and business side? So I said, all right, went over there, sat down with these uh, people, met a bunch of students, um, upper students, colleagues, or um, teachers, professors, all of them. And then I became a marketing major. So for my first year in college, I was marketing. Took intro to marketing, took microeconomics, macroeconomics, was doing all those classes, and then realized halfway through my second semester, I hated it. I didn't like it at all. I didn't want to go into sales. It wasn't what I thought. And I kept having this passion in the back of my mind for teaching. And I wasn't sure why I actually left it. I don't know what prompted me at that moment in the summertime to switch. So then I talked to an advisor, and she was telling me, Um, some different options and then I talked to her a little bit about psychology and I said well I do love analyzing people and understanding how somebody dresses or somebody acts or what Mm -hmm. really triggers them to do things in life so I said could I teach that because I know high school offers psychology and she said well usually it's the social studies teachers who go in for history and then they'll teach it and so I thought back to my high school and I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. Like yeah. our European history teacher taught psychology and then we had a sociology teacher. But I didn't necessarily want to become a history teacher. Right. So I stayed a psychology major thinking, okay, well, I'll go into counseling. I'll counsel 
students or adults or whoever, wherever my life takes me. But I realized it, something just wasn't right for me. Mm. I wasn't fitting into those classes. Um, I still had this passion of teaching. I didn't want to just sit in an office all day or a small, beautiful set room and have students or adults talk to me about their problems. Like It just didn't right. make me happy thinking about that. So then after one semester of being a psychology major, I finally switched back to English education and stayed that major through the remainder of my college career. Nice. So that is how I finally went from <laughs> applying to college, switching a few times, and getting back right. to what I really loved. It's interesting, though, because you didn't have to fill out a, uh, a survey or you didn't have to go on the computer to know like something inside of mm -hmm. you told you that this wasn't right. And that's... That's one of the things that we discover, and that's what Old Spark Discovery is about, is just finding out what it is that you really like. Now, as a teacher, though, the, the your interest in um, psychology probably has helped, right? Because you're able to mm -hmm. distinguish what students are really into it or, you know, figuring out their body language and things yeah, like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the way I speak to my students, I want to make sure that I'm understanding them fully, and I can't always take their actions in class to heart. I know they're acting out for a reason, I just need to figure out mm. why. Whether that's suggesting to counseling or to the wellness center, look, I think there's something else going on outside of my classroom that maybe this child needs to see somebody. So I never take things to heart. If, if a student wants to act out, there's a there's a reason underneath, and that's where the analysis comes into play. Okay, and that's, and that's excellent. And now, you're also our yearbook advisor, which, hmm, sounds a little like marketing in that desire to put things together. So. Even even though that may not have been your major major, mm -hmm. you still are incorporating that and you found yes. your way to that. Absolutely. So when I was in high school through college, I worked at the same job for five years. And I went from an employee to a manager after two years of working there, which was at Regal Entertainment Group, which is a theater mm, yeah. chain. Um, so when I was an employee, I really got into promoting movies because our district office would call and say, okay box office needs you to market said movie. So we'd host things um, at our facility for children because most of the time it was uh, family movies. Mm -hmm. We would make things for the wall and have art and, and scavenger hunts. It was really neat. And then we would also be advertising. So I, I learned marketing skills then. And the few classes that I did take um, in college when I was a marketing major, I remember taking a few of those ideas with me. Okay. So yeah, it's nice that in school, I am the yearbook advisor, so I can market, I can design, I can create, and then those kids can follow suit and then really harness their passion for it as well. That's awesome. So outside mm -hmm. of school, do you see those, um, are you a, a marketer, like a, in the house maybe with interior design or, I mean, like what's your, what's your deal outside of school? Yes. Like, do you see those things happen? Um, I do. So I love in interior design which my husband and I were just joking the other day that if he ever got into flipping houses, I can't wait to decorate them yeah. and to stage them. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I watch HGTV all the time, but I do. I like the way that things look and how they're put together, and I feel like I also do that in my classroom. And it's I have a difficult time, even as a student or teacher, going into another teacher's uh, classroom when there's a lot of things on the walls and it's very busy. Mm -hmm. I don't like that I, and I think to myself, I can't even focus in here, how do these students focus? But again, it's not my classroom and every teacher right. has their own mm -hmm. style and method of decorating. So I feel in my classroom, I incorporate the more natural tones and it's more peaceful and I make sure that the color scheme goes together 
and that when I have visuals on the wall, they're placed in a way that is appealing to the student and not okay. more of a distraction. Right. So. so that's awesome because, you know, um, if you're listening to this and you think, well, just a teacher, she just loves to teach and that's it. But all the things that mm -hmm. she enjoys are being incorporated. And I think that goes into probably what makes you passionate about teaching because you're able to express yourself in so many mm -hmm. different ways. Yes. So in, in our uh, coaching program, uh, we have six different personality types that um, will present themselves, adventurer, carer, investigator, artist, persuader, administrator. All of us, no matter what, in what profession, we all should have a dominant characteristic and then a secondary one. So looking at that list, what, what would you say your number one is and, and where would your secondary one be, do you think? I feel my first one is adventure and my secondary would be a carer. Okay. Well, and tell me about adventure. What is that? So adventure, I just feel that every day in life is a new day and go find something out there that makes me happy, makes you happy. And then luckily, because I am a teacher, I have the summers off. And then mm -hmm. I really use that time to go explore, nice. even if it's driving to the state over to a new city or flying somewhere or in the summertime, I go to a lot of concerts all over. But I just like to see the world nice. and I don't want to have the same routine routine every day. Not saying that it's a bad thing because I do like routine to some extent. Right. I just also need change and that change has to come yearly or monthly for me. Like I have to make sure I'm always finding something new to do or to try. And then secondary, moving into the, that second one would be a carer because I feel like I genuinely love people mm -hmm. and I care so much about them and their feelings and how they respond to me, how I respond to them. Um, so yeah, that would be my first and second. Well, and, and it's interesting because I, I've interviewed some teachers before and uh, it, there, I don't think there's any um, false correlation between you being a carer and being a teacher because mm -hmm. you're, you're obviously you're working with people every day and you're one of our better teachers and, and kids love your classes. Mm -hmm. And that's that's one thing I like about that, too. So um, it's it's always great. And, and that's neat, too, that you're an, you're an mm -hmm. adventurer and you like to get out and do things like that. So um, if you could go back to your high school self now that you're you're out a little bit and, mm -hmm. and you could magically go back, what would you tell your high school self about what you've learned or what you would really like to learn or what might have saved you some time or heartache or whatever the case may um, be? If I could go back and tell my high school self something, I guess I would go and tell myself to go out and try things because I, I know I always wanted to be that adventure and I don't think it's really set in until I was a little bit older, even though I had those feelings and that mm -hmm. wanting to do it. Yeah. Um, of course, now that comes down to like money and all of that. I am now more established, so it's easier for me to leave and go out and explore. But I, I wish it wouldn't have stopped me. I wish I would have found a way to do it anyways, even if it was more local, because I thought, oh, I'll go travel the world after high school. And that's more um, of a dream than realistic. Right. But I would go back and just tell myself, just try it anyways. Just go. Go somewhere. Right. Whether it is uh, closer or farther away. Well, even with uh, high school students, they could do a study abroad. They mm -hmm. could take a trip with their French club, their Spanish mm -hmm. club. They could, um, you know, like in colleges now, almost every school has a study abroad program. Even if it's just two yeah. weeks, you could do it over spring break. And, I, and that's something I would have told myself. Just mm -hmm. do it anyways. Because I was so worried about the money at the time and thinking, like, how am I going to go over? We had an option for student teaching at mm -hmm. my college. We could go student teach in another country for part of 
that time, then come back to the States and finish it out. And because I was teaching in a fall semester, the option for fall semester students was to go to Ireland. Mm -hmm. And I had a few friends that did, and I stayed back because I thought it was going to be a money issue, but I wish I would just would have done it anyways. Yeah. Just taking out those student loans, paid them back later on because I think the experience would have been worth that's, it. That's really good advice, mm -hmm. really good advice. So what do you do to keep yourself motivated? Um, you know, we, it, school can become a drag, and, you know, I, I tell everybody that even if you have a job that you love, it's possible that you have days that just suck, you know? So yeah, absolutely. What do you do to keep yourself motivated? Um, I just have to move aside all of that negativity that I sometimes feel because of having that rough day, uh, whether it's stemming from curriculum or from student issues or outside issues, and just say, like, what truly should I be happy for today? Mm. I need to be happy for this. I need to be happy that I have a job, that I actually have a career that right. supports my needs, my husband's needs, as well as he works, um, that we can afford to have our two dogs at home and a house. And I tell my students, because I hear a lot of negativity from them, They'll come into the classroom and they'll look on the board and see the assignment today, like, oh, we're reading again. And I joke and I say, I know, isn't that so weird? We're in English class, we read, right? right. And uh, try to lighten the mood that way. But I always say, like, end with something positive. So what I do at home is when I have a conversation with my husband, we always talk about the peak and the pit of the day. What was our peak? What made us the most happy? Mm. And then what was the pit? But we'll start with the pit and then end with the peak to make sure we go from negative to positive. Right. Or... If I do just need to vent my frustrations to a coworker or to a friend, I'll call her up, somebody that I went to college with who is also a teacher up in uh, Lancaster, PA. And I'll talk to her about it, and then I'll say, okay, I need to end with something positive. Nice. And I'll explain that just because yeah. it is for this moment of frustration, but it doesn't mean it has to be a lifetime of frustration. Oh, that's great so that's advice. why I stay motivated and stay passionate about what I do. That's awesome. So, um how would you define passion? What would you say is passion? Well, for passion, I feel like it's investing your time, your love, and energy into something that you fully care about. Okay. Um, so for me, like I do, I fully love teaching. This is my passion. I think about what I would do if I wasn't a teacher, even though I thought I <laughs> went through that whole thing right. in that process back in college. But I still think about what interests me now. I mean, what if I do get burnt out in another 10 years? What would I do? Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, so I feel like passion is just investing your time, your love, and your energy into something you fully care about. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. So if you, as a final thought, if you had a, a life motto or a quote or a, a mantra that you live by that is kind of your rock, what do you think that would be? So my life motto, I'd say the energy you put into the universe is the energy you get back out of it. Oh, nice. So if you continuously put that negative energy out and surround yourself with it, that is what it's going to be. That's what's going to come back to you. But if you're putting out positive energy and people are just drawn to a person because of that, then everybody is excelling and everybody is happy. So that would be my life motto. Nice. Just whatever you put into the world, just know that that's what you're going to get out of it. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad that you, you joined us today on this podcast and it's been very enlightening. And I think a lot of students that are going to be listening to this are going to say, wow, you know, I didn't, I didn't really realize that teaching is just not just teaching, but I can express myself in several different ways. So thank you. We really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. 
You've been listening to the Spark Discovery Podcast. If you're unclear about your future and need clarity, consider Spark Discovery Coaching with James Kiger. With the right motivation, you can match your unique skills to a perfect career. If this is you, don't delay. Go to www.sparkdiscovery.com. Until next time, remember, live boldly with passion. Goodbye, everybody.